Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on WorldCom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Here on White Collars, Red Hands, we've covered a variety of topics that will make you uneasy, upset you, and make you shake your fist in the sky. Although we cover white collar crime, some of these crimes are so heinous that you would think they were more sensational to the public. This week is no different. This week is no different. Today's episode, we are doing the worst of the worst compilation, a compilation of stories that dives into scamming those who are the most in need, those who have been through the trenches and then are just buried alive. Who did these people hurt? What did they do? Find out on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Sorry, I was busy uh, doing being weird. I was doing a, I was doing the fuckboy stance the entire time you were. Yeah, talking. I saw uh, out of the corner of my eye. That's just for the people who watch us on video. That's for you, baby girl. I'm really sad that uh, that all that all old men boy band I pitched to my friends didn't go through because you guys are missing him. You're not old, like a man band. I'm old for boy bands. I guess that's true. Man bands. Just, you know, like like th- almost 30-somethings that have isn't, never been famous that just start a boy band together. Isn't that Mumford and Sons? Whoa. <laughs> They're way too folky. I'm talking like we're going to do the dance Bye, 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 yeah. bye. Did you hear NSYNC's coming out with a new out, oh, with a new song and it's featuring Justin Timberlake? Is that why they've been on everything? I saw them on yeah. like like... Their videos been everywhere online. They were on like Hot Ones or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, who? And everybody's why do we mad about the featuring the featuring Justin Timberlake thing. Why? Because he was part of the band. Oh, so it's because of the feature, not that he, I thought you just meant like he's on the track. No, it's because it says featuring. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, if if Joey Fatone had a solo career, then it could have been featuring Joey Fatone. But he, but they didn't. He did. Sorry. Life ain't fair. That's how it works. No one remembers anyone else that was in D12 besides Eminem. I don't even know about D12. Mic drop. And they do the songs like, they just don't even know the name of my band. I don't even know that song. No? You listen to it after this. Okay. I will. Um, right after you all listen to this. All right. Yeah, the worst so, of the worst. That had nothing. Nothing, nothing we just to had do had with our episode. Anything to do with what we're talking about today. But nothing we'll, at all. Not we'll, even a little bit. It's not about the journey you take. It's sometimes about the destiny. <laughs> That's what I say when I have really shitty sex. Yeah, but then you don't get to the destination. Maybe I do get to the destination. Maybe I drive myself to my own destination. Well, then everyone's happy. Yep. Are we, though? <laughs> Because sometimes if I wouldn't have gone through the hassle if I could have just done it myself the whole time. Sometimes life's not fair, Nina. I, I don't know what to tell you. I can okay. pump my own car full of gas. I never have that problem. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, and I'm also just going to apologize because I'm sure you can hear that allergies are 
a very real thing, and I'm going to have to keep drinking water. My throat's dry. Oh, great. Today's first story was actually a fan-submitted episode. Priscilla sent us this episode. She sent it to us on Instagram. Shout out to her. She also submitted an episode. Actually, let me double-check that that's her name. Priscilla? Pretty sure it's her name. Like uh, Presley? Right? Yes. Is that Elvis Presley's daughter? Yes. Priscilla? Well, Well, not anymore, but yeah. She's not his daughter anymore? No, she died. What? (laughs) Bro! I don't know anything. No, Priscilla's not his daughter. Priscilla was his wife. Oh! His daughter was Lisa Marie, and she died. Someone here didn't watch the biopic. It was me! I don't want to see Austin Butler do that fake fucking accent that he said he had after that. Okay, this episode also has nothing to do about Elvis. So anyways, thank you our fan Priscilla, not Presley, for sending us this episode. She actually also submitted an episode on one of our first season about the gambling nuns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was... That was her. So uh, if you haven't listened to that that episode, you can go... Stealing Sisters. Yes, you can go check that out. So this year, The Golden Bachelor came out where a man who is 71 years old is The Bachelor and is trying to live out the rest of his years with his love by his side. We're just saying all this shit like none of this has anything to do with the episode, but with that intro, (laughs) who who cares what we were talking about? That was... Where is this coming from? I'm getting there. (laughs) I'm kidding. <laughs> Unfortunately, our victim in today's story, he did not have a chance to be on reality television to find love. Your fucking segues are crazy, dude. Yeah, go into it. Sorry, here, let me start again like I understood what that was. <gasps> oh, yeah. Just like the Golden Bachelor. Yeah, d- tell me so much. I'm so interested. <laughs> no, what, what comes next? I'm waiting with bated breath. The guy is old. Okay. He's trying to find love. All right. Just like the Golden Bachelor. All right. Just because you don't watch television doesn't mean I don't. And I can't even watch it right now because I moved and don't have Wi-Fi. Anyways. Today's victim, who has never been named, was on a dating website where he met a woman Named Peaches Sterko. It's a fake. It's so fake. This is her name. It's a fake name. No, her fake name was Alice. Peaches Sterko. That yes, yes, that's is her that name. Lemony Snicket's sister. This mm-hmm. is stupid. Yeah, um, he met her around 2017. So Peaches Sterko is her real name. I'm not making that up. Her parents literally held her in their arms as a wee infant, and we're like, Peaches. Our favorite band is the Presidents of the United States of America. And that song, Peaches, Peaches for Free. Oh, you, your references are wild, dude. It's better than you just saying the Golden Bachelor because he's old and trying to date somebody, okay? Get off my back. <laughs> the two quickly. So, anyways, Peaches, aka Alice, and our unnamed victim, they hit it off quickly. And Alice felt really comfortable with him. Um, She asked the victim if she could please borrow some money because she needed to pay an attorney so that she could receive settlement payments that she said were owed to her. It was now discovered that no such settlement ever existed. Yeah, what is she? Also a Nigerian prince? I'm just trying to get my inheritance. If you just send me $2,500. It's basically what she did. 
So this romance went on for about five years. And during that time, Alice told our victim that she needed money for a variety of reasons. Sometimes he would give her monthly checks of $50,000. Now, Alice was sneaky because the victim wasn't stupid. He wanted to make sure that he would get paid back. (coughs) Alice would impersonate a bank employee. She would send fake invoices and also have fake email accounts to reassure the victim that he would be repaid if he just continued depositing money into the account. This continued all the way up until 2021 when the victim told his son that he had given Alice his life savings based on the promises that she made that she would pay him back. His son had to break the unfortunate news to him that he had been scammed. God, old people are so stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've said it before, Mm -hmm. and I'll say it again. Old people are dumb. Stop falling for this. Yeah, that's true. We gotta, like, we put Britney Spears in a conservatorship? All old people need to be in conservatorship. Honestly, for fucking real. We're gonna take your money, and you you only get it if if you show that you need it for Mm -hmm. something. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, once the victim found out he had been scammed, he immediately stopped writing Alice checks. But at this point, it was too late, and he ended up losing his house, which is really sad. Yikes. Like, this really destroyed him. Now, did Peaches Sturgo use this money for what she was claiming? Hopefully she used it to get a fucking name change. God damn it. (laughs) Absolutely not. No, she didn't. Sturgo used the money, used the victim's money to buy a home in a gated community, a condo, a boat, numerous cars she also used the money to travel buy jewelry gold and silver bars and designer clothes she spent all that money and like kashan said didn't even bother to legally change her name hey i've I've changed my same i changed my name to apricot mcfuckface (laughs) (coughs) something far less embarrassing than peaches sturgo it's only like 80 bucks to change your name, too. It's not that much money. It's like $500, I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, still, it's not that much. Yeah, if you're getting monthly checks for 50 grand, I think you could you could drop mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, change your name to Alice. It's Literally change your name to Alice. In all, Peaches Sturgo stole $2.8 million from our victim. She also was just a bitch, because when the victim told her that he loved her, she would just make fun of him. Sounds like something you do. What do you mean? <laughs> fun of people when they tell me that they love me I like, run <laughs> uh, yeah, only only if they're close mm. <laughs> if it was just online and someone's like is like hey send me some of your socks and also I love you you're like you fucking dumb it well they okay so some of these this guys like want the same thing. some of these guys want you to tell them that though this, this guy might as well have stupid dumb idiot wow <laughs> not the victim blame but I mean come on Sounds kind of victim blamey. I need a. You should never give anyone you met online you haven't seen in person two point eight million dollars. Okay. All right. When you break it down like that, it's it's like it, at <laughs> some point I'm like, mm, you kind of stupid, huh? It just, just it's a lot it. of money. You know, I don't even know if I've donated to a GoFundMe of somebody I did not know. Maybe like five bucks. Not to if I if you ever catch me put it I don't even have two point eight million dollars but if I did no one else is getting that money Mm-mm. are you I don't even care if you tell me you're gonna pay me back no this is mine thank you very much right now this is the worst of the worst episode and yeah it's really shitty that she stole from an old person but like why is this such a big deal 
<coughs> so today's victim is not only old, but a Holocaust survivor. Oh, man. Two tragedies. Why'd you let me make fun of him so hard? I thought you remembered. Damn it. <laughs> no. You said with the outline like three hours ago. Yeah, but we talked about this when we planned the season. There's multiple people in the episode. I didn't know which one was which. I was just fucking bashing on this. I didn't even tell you about the other people. I figured those out two days ago. God damn it. It's okay. I mean. He still made a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad choices. Like, but, but to Peaches, you know. I don't know if Peaches knew he was a Holocaust survivor, but I feel like she probably knew. The first that it was in his, it was in his, in uh, his bio. Is what's the old people dating website? Our time. Yeah, it's it's in his our time bio. Uh, Seventy one years young, loves walks on the beaches. Also survived the most, the the worst event in human history. Hates, and that's the bio. Hates group showers. I'll let you know why after we meet. <laughs> Shit, dude. Four twenty friendly. <laughs> right after that. <laughs> I don't know it's just so shitty and what's also crazy what is kind of crazy about this is there is such thing as financial domination so like that that people like you know I don't know how much you all know about FinDom but this is a I know this is a podcast about white collar crime but let me educate you on this FinDom financial domination is when you make your pay pig <laughs> pay you all your money, all their money. And you're like, you're a piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. Give me $200 or I'll black you. And then they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, goddess. And then they'll give you 200 bucks. Why don't she just do that? Why does she have to steal old Holocaust victims' money? I don't know. I feel like it's just as many hoops to jump through because you're making fake invoices. You're pretending to be a bank employee you are making fake emails yeah but just find some weird guy on twitter here's the thing there's a lot of old people there's like not as many people who are into fendom so you know you gotta like have you ever tapped into that world you got no there's more than you think no i'd have to create a whole fake profile because it's not going to be well i also haven't done it but on tiktok it seems like it's very popular on tiktok a lot of things seem really popular I'm just saying, Peaches could have... On TikTok, Monopoly Go seems popular. They won't fucking... Why does TikTok want me to play Monopoly Go so much? I don't know. I don't know about that one. I haven't even seen anything. You would count yourself lucky. Now it's all going to pop up in my FYP. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, a couple seasons ago, we actually did a whole compilation episode about romance scams, which is what this is. So if you find these interesting, go back and check that one out. But I did want to read some stats about romance fraud. So in 2021, romance scams hit a record of $547 million. And and romance scams have become so rampant that the AARP actually issued a warning about about romance scams to their people. What are they? Clients? Users? Members? Members. There we go. They issued a warning to their members. That's how prevalent this is. It's true. Well, it's because old, old people love to fuck. That's why there's so many uh, STIs in old folks' homes. Yeah, well, they're not using condoms. College campuses and... Dude, dude, like, it took you how long? Like, honestly, honestly, when you're that old, like, how long does it take for you to get an erection? 
probably seven to ten minutes if you're not taking a Viagra. So then, probably you just don't if you're not taking a Viagra. Well, I'm trying to be optimistic. By the time you put that Trojan on, forget it. It's gone. <laughs> you already now or never, baby. You already can't feel it, right? So it's like put, putting something on it. You're just like. Oh, God. I just like thought about old people having sex. Well, stop. Stop it. I can see it in your eyes. Stop that. I still see it. Ah, stop. She's got red hair and it's curly. She's old. I know, but she's... Why does she have red hair? Because she dyes it. Ugh, it's worse. He's got a beer belly. Can we move on from old people fucking... (laughs) Can we... Okay, yeah, so there is some justice that was served in today's story. Peach Sturgo was arrested in January of this year, and she pled guilty to wire fraud in April. Peach Sturgo was sentenced to 51 months in prison and was ordered to pay restitution of $2.8 million. Oh, You fucking know that I'm finding her mugshot, and I'm putting it in the video right here. You should. She's got to look. I don't know what she looks like right now as we're recording, but whatever this is, I'm sure it looks wild. She's not as hot as you think she is. I didn't think she was hot at all. <laughs> so the bar was already low, dude. Well, and she will forfeit all the things that she bought with the victim's money. So. Okay. I don't think he'll ever see all that $2.8 million back. He's probably dead. This was this year. Yeah, whatever. But He's 71. I mean, it might still be true. No, he's older than that. He's like 87. Oh, see? Yeah, because the Holocaust was in the 40s. If someone looks at him wrong, he's gone. He's never going to be able to eat a peach again, I'll tell you that. If someone says a German word too loud around him, he's just fucking done, dude. He you sneezes. get the sauerkraut, like in a fucking public market, he's just keeling over, dude. If someone sneezes, they're like, Gesundheit. <laughs> done. Oh, my God. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> All right. So that was our first story. Moving on to our second. Now, we all love a good charity. We like donating charities. It makes us feel good. I feel like we all have that one type of charity that just acts absolutely makes us turn into a pile of goo and gets us to give them money for whatever reason. Kashan, what's a cause that turns you into a sissy little baby? <laughs> I don't relate to this. Come on. Nothing? Nothing jumps off the page. Like, you're watching television uh-huh. right here. Uh-huh. And that, like, feed the children thing comes on. No. And they're like, in the arms of an angel, 
you no, that one that's for the ASPCA. That's animals. Well, but sometimes I, they play something similar for those hungry little kids. Those don't make me sad. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like yeah. the animal ones don't make me as sad either. Uh, it's it's uh, adults with special needs. So the Special Olympics is a cause that you would feel prone to donate to. Eh, sure. Okay. Anyway, I'm not painting on. a good light of myself publicly. No, you're not. Not the Special Olympics, but just, you know, like, like helping them with housing. Like, yeah. You know, a lot of parents just uh, are shitty when they have mentally disabled kids and they just, like, fucking get rid of them. So mm-hmm. they need to be housed. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. See? That's Kashan's cause. Abused children is mine. Makes me sad. I know. You've cried on the podcast before. I have. So I have. That was the Phil Spector episode. You can go back and listen to me cry. It's a rough one. It's a rough, just warning you. No, it was bad. The Anyways. murder somehow wasn't the worst part of that episode. That was the least bad part about crazy, that episode. Which is crazy. That was my fir- our first episode I cried in. Uh-huh. And it won't. Wasn't it the last? Whatever the last one was, also won't be the last. I think I've cried in three. There'll be more. There'll be more. Anyways. Well. Kashan gets sad about people with special needs. I get sad about abused children. And one that strikes a chord for many people is cancer. Now, I would venture to say that every single person, in America at least, either knows someone who has had cancer has can has had cancer, actively has cancer, or who has died from cancer. Well, just like the third leading cause of death. <coughs> I want to say something like that. It's like heart disease. Cancer. Too, but I think it's three for some reason. I feel that strongly in my bones. I believe you. So many people are willing to donate their hard-earned money to a good cause to help people with cancer. Now, Jane... Jim Reynolds Sr. knew this, and he dedicated his life to running cancer charities. So Reynolds founded the Cancer Fund of America in 1984. He founded the charity after being fired from the American Cancer Society. He was fired from the American Cancer Society for multiple reasons, including sloppy record keeping, irregular hours. And it was also said that he took a title to a 1968 Mustang that was intended for auction. Since he had spent time working for the American Cancer Society, Reynolds mimicked a lot of their practices in his own charity, including renting a mail run that was similar to the American Cancer Society's. So, like, they would send out things like donate in the mail. Oh, oh, so just like a like a mail donation campaign. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he and well, you know what? I'll get to that later. So in 1989, the, Ameri- the Cancer Fund of America was sued along with other charities for running sweepstakes that promised thousands of dollars but handed out checks for pennies, end quote. Um, when this happened, Reynolds claimed that he was going to end his contract with the direct mail campaigns, but of course he lied. And by 2012, he had contracts with 10 for-profit fundraisers. So... He would use the mail. He would use telemarketers. He had 10 different services that were contacting people to get them to donate money. And they were to, they were for, they were for for profit profit fundraisers. Yes. And I forgot to put this in the outline, but out of all the thousands and thousands of charities in the United States, only 
to our knowledge, only six of them use these for-profit fundraising services. Okay. Six. Does just the fundraising service keep the money, or, like, how does that work? Um, you know what I'm Because if they're a third party, do they just keep money off of it? Like, they make money, but then they still give the money to the charity that then... You know what? I'm not 100% sure. for charitable reasons? I'm not 100% sure. Well, something to look into. Something to look into. The Cancer Fund of America was cited for misleading donors in five states with dates ranging from 1992 to 2007. So the charity claimed to give direct financial aid to cancer patients and their families. And the charity was also supposed to provide medication for children who had cancer. They were supposed to transport patients to and from their chemo appointments and to help pay for hospice care. But it is said that actually none of that happened. But one charity was not good enough. The Reynolds family made five spinoff charities, all with similar goals. Um, A few of these charities included Breast Cancer Society, not the Breast Cancer Society, just Breast Cancer Society, Children's Cancer Fund of America, and Cancer Support Services. Now, the Reynolds family, they like to keep it in the family, all right? Like Olive Garden, when you're here, you're family. And with these charities, they employed nearly 12 relatives who all made executive salaries. Oh, man. It's just like the uh, the Kensington clan, the biofuel. Jacob, uh, Jacob Kensington. In 2007, his stepson, sister-in-law, and son-in-law each made $75,000 a year. Into, which doesn't sound like a lot, but like when you're just working for your dad's charity company. Probably mm. not doing anything on top of it. Yeah. No, they're not doing shit. In 2011, the salaries for all the cancer charities were over $8 million, which was more than three times what the patients were receiving in cash, and over $1 million of that went directly to the Reynolds family. So the cancer patients only received, like, what, two-point-something million? Yep. Jesus. Yeah. That's not good. That's a no. bad look. No, it's a really bad look. In 2008, Reynolds' son was the director of the breast of the Breast Cancer Society. He and his wife ran this, and they raked in over 262 million dollars that year, and it went up to 300 thousand in 2011. Now he was also working for, so he was working for the Breast Cancer Society as well as the Cancer Fund of America. They also lied to the IRS, saying that they shipped 36 million dollars worth of medical supplies overseas. When in reality, they did not. When they checked, like, they were like, oh, these two places, like, sent out, we supplied the money and they sent it all out. When it was checked with those companies, there was no even proof or documentation that they did work with them. Yo, man, if Peaches Sturgo can fucking fake some invoices. Right, why can't you? You have a printer in Microsoft Word? Let's, Uh Let's get this going. Let's do it. Reynolds' ex-wife was earning $227,000 per year when she was the director of Children's Cancer Fund of America. Um, I thought it was very interesting that his ex-wife stayed employed, but that's fine. So scams like this can only run for so long. Like Kashan said, a very low percentage of that $8 million went to patients. And in 2013, there was a report from Tampa Bay Times and the Center for Investigative Reporting put the Cancer Fund of America at number two on its list of America's worst charities. So that's a very bad look. Who was number one? I need to look. Probably the Clinton Foundation. Mm -hmm. 
That's probably why. Honestly, the Clinton Foundation is really bad. This is probably close. It's really bad. They got this rating because of high management costs, high director salaries, and low proportion of income distributed to beneficiaries. Actually, no. Goodwill. Oh, yeah. Right? They're really bad. They're really bad. Yeah. It's said that less than 3% of the earnings actually went to cancer patients. Jesus. It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. How do, like, the devil somewhere is like, oof, that's evil. It is. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's, it is really. These guys are bad. Children's cancer? Like, like, like right. specifically for cancer, you're like, okay. Like, it's bad enough to screw over adults, but then, like, children? Yeah. With cancer? What the hell, bro? It's horrible. In 2016, the Federal Trade Commission disbanded the Cancer Fund of America and Cancer Support Services. The FTC described this as, quote, one of the largest charity fraud cases ever. All of the spinoff charities were dissolved as well. Now, did the Reynolds actually get into trouble? What do you think? Probably not. Nope. Because <laughs> I, you know what's sad? I, I don't know if this is like hella illegal. I don't think it is. I just think it's really morally bankrupt. Yeah, I think it's super shitty. Like, as long, I think as long as you're giving some money. Yeah. And you publicly disclose everything, like, technically, I don't think that's illegal. Yeah. It's just It should shitty. be. Yeah, unless you say you're not for profit. Yeah. And even then, there's a whole bunch of ways to work around that legally. Well, yeah, that's what this guy... This guy was super scammy. Um, it was even noted that, like, when he was working for um, the American Cancer Society, that everybody was like, we don't even know how he got this job. He didn't, like... He barely graduated high school. And he's somehow, we, like... We, we all have some of those coworkers. Yeah. Am I right? We do. This makes me feel better for when I go to, like, uh, the grocery store and I click I click no when it, when it asks you, like, do you want to round up? Round no, you should never up? do that. And I'm like, no. You I should... Okay. I don't do that shit. Tangent. You should never donate money when you are at a store and they ask, like, do you want to donate? Do you want to round up? Oh, do you want to donate? Like, deduct it from their taxes or something? Yes. Like they, donate and they, they take your money, they donate it, and then they take it off of their taxes. Woof. So, like, we all give a million dollars to the grocery store to give to kids with cancer, and they're like, look, we donated a million dollars. But it's not their million dollars, it's our million dollars. I don't know about you guys. That gives me the ick. That gives me the ick. I'm sorry, Safeway, but. We're just not going to make it. You commit charity fraud. That is charity fraud. Mm. So, no, the Reynolds did not really get into any trouble. Um, Jim Reynolds did have to surrender, quote, an unspecified portion of his personal assets. Um, he is also banned from serving on any position for a nonprofit. But other than that, there's no real repercussions to this. Gross. It's just so much work. It like honestly, it's just like so much work to like rip off people and lie and say that you're giving it to people with cancer. And it's shitty because people could have donated to a charity that actually would have donated the money and actually would have helped people instead of just lining the pockets of the Reynolds family. They also set all this up, like just run the charity. Right. Because you still get to pay yourself. And honestly, you could probably still pay yourself a pretty hefty portion. They easily. And and you could still just for perpetuity keep running the charity. And they lived in Tennessee. And Tennessee has a very low cost of living. 
So even if they were paying themselves $100,000 a year, it would go really far. Yeah. You don't pay income tax in Tennessee. Your cost of living is low. Now, granted, you know, if you are in like Nashville, yes, it's going to be inflated. But like in general, your taxes are very low. Your food is very cheap. Is why Tennessee is a deficit state. Yeah. Yeah. They don't pay any taxes. And that's why we we all pay their taxes from the rest of the country. Yep. <laughs> For all the people that uh who was the who was the last person that said they wanted to fucking move their company there? I don't know. I just heard that the other day. Someone's like moving their company there so they don't have to Hey, money. Oh, Steve-O, of all fucking people, Steve-O from, from Jackass, Jackass was like, I'm going to move to Nashville. You have to stay in Nashville for like six months consecutively or in Tennessee for six months consecutively. And then I won't have to pay income tax anymore. I'm like, that's kind of evil, Steve-O. Yeah. It's like, you're the one who was like protesting all that fucking SeaWorld stuff, but you're going to like not, you're going to like evade taxes. <laughs> okay. Do an episode on him next. Mm. But all in all, it is estimated that the Reynolds family stole about $75 million from their charities. Which is disgusting. Well, last but certainly not least, we have the Wingo family. Now. Wingo? What's with the names today? I don't know, but we are oh, heading back God. down south to the Bible Belt for this story. Take, Hallelujah. Take a trip with me across the Mason-Dixon line. Testify! Hallelujah! Now, we are going to focus on a couple named Joe and Linda Wingo. This couple founded Angel Food Ministries in 1994 in Georgia. Now, they started this charity slash business because this was also a business. And you'll find out um, because a bunch of industrial plants in their town closed. So their charity started giving boxes. They gave 34 families boxes of food to support them during the layoffs. Now, Wingo was a pastor at Emmanuel Praise Center. Just note that. So this is how their food distribution worked. Angel Food Ministries would have different sized boxes of food that you could order for half the price of the grocery store. These boxes were able to be customized. You could get the boxes gluten-free, fresh produce, have snacks, and ready-to-made meals. Each box would also contain a pamphlet about God. The boxes were supposed to be to feed a family of four for about a week and one elderly person for a month. So prices for the boxes ranged between $31 and their $51 in 2011. Oh, shit. That's cheap. As- yeah, super fucking cheap. That's cheap as hell. It's probably because like. Mommy, did you did you get the cheap food so we can finally eat this week? And then they open it up. It's like, oh, it's all light. It's all light, airy cake. <laughs> the angel food. Oh. Huh? It's all angels food. Huh? Oh. All right. Sorry. I just needed to make that terrible joke. You That's can proceed. Fine. Okay. Thank you. So a family could also order as many boxes as they wanted. There was no limit. And you also didn't have to prove that you were poor in order to purchase the boxes. What was cool was you could buy the boxes with food stamps because Angel Food Ministries partnered with the USDA. So the ministry had all sorts of different programs to help those in need. Um, They had a program which would let you distribute boxes to schools. You could donate online or through churches to help fund the program. They also had a program where you would provide holiday dinners for families who had loved ones serving overseas in the military. 
In 2005, Angel Food Ministries got a $6.9 million loan from the USDA, which was extremely helpful for them to expand their business. Um, This was actually the largest government loan given to a faith-based initiative. Honestly, this program, what sucks is like that the people did what they did because this was a really great program. it, It sounds like it. I was a food bank kid. So like we did get boxes of food from the food bank and we had those like fucking plastic bags full of rice and beans and random just like bags of zebra cakes and fucking like the Gatorades, the nipple tops on them. I remember it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like $31 and you can put it on your food stamp card. Like you got this canned stuff that just says like the name of it on it. And you're like, like applesauce that came in a tin fucking can. It was crazy. We were poor. (laughs) I, I've never seen applesauce in a tin can. It, no, there was government cheese in there. You know okay, that good. cheese? Okay, government cheese is actually lit. No, it's not. It's so gross. The government cheese I had was good. I probably just ate too much of it. Yeah. I, I would eat. I would just eat off the block sometimes. I was also a fat kid, all right? So it's just like fat, poor me eating fucking food. food. You're like that kid on Maury that was eating sticks of butter. Food bank fucking zebra cakes in Canned applesauce. It's all right. Sorry, Kishan. It's all right. Sorry. We made it. We made it here. here My applesauce comes in plastic tubs now, baby. Fuck We're yeah. We're at the top. Fuck yeah. Now, Angel Food Ministries, they're on the show for the reason, for a good reason. Um, but one other good thing they did was when the oil spill crisis was happening in the Gulf of Mexico, they actually fed 40,000 people in one day. Damn. So I... It's a lot of boxes. What sucks is like this ministry actually did good stuff. Until they didn't. I'm Until assuming. they didn't. You know, they were angel food ministries, but they were hardly heaven on earth. Anyway, so two board members of the ministry filed a lawsuit against the Wingos saying they were misallocating funds. And it truly did appear as they were do as if they were doing so. In 2006, the ministry reported that it made $96 million in revenue and had only $17 million in expenses. What? Yeah. Which they had that deal with the USDA. $79 million in profit, though? Yeah, it's a lot. Tax records show that year that the Wingos and their sons earned more than $2.1 million, which was way more than the $323,000 that all four of them had made the year before. So that's like collectively. Um, they, their salaries did dip to 500,000 the next year though. It had appeared that the Wingos had stolen 2.7 million, which also included a $600,000 housing allowance from the ministry to the church because the church, from what I could understand is that the church helped operate some of this. So that was where that housing allowance went for the company. Andy Wingo, which was their son, was also taking kickbacks from from transactions with food vendors. Joe Wingo, the father, also bought a personal jet and leased the jet to Angel Food Ministries for $10,000 a month. It was also noted that the Wingos would use the charity credit cards and spent $850,000 on personal purchases. Mm, You can't do that. Nope. (laughs) You cannot do that. You absolutely cannot. In December of 2011, the Wingo family and two others from their ministry were indicted with 49 counts of fraud. On August 29, 2013, Joe and his son were sentenced to seven years in federal prison for money laundry and conspiracy. 
I could not find how long they actually spent in prison. I doubt that it was the full seven years. Um, his wife, Linda, was sentenced to five years of probation. Why'd she get off so easy? I don't know. They must have had small kids or something. They do that. I don't know. But they're also in the South. And I feel like maybe they might be a little more lenient towards women. Women can't commit crimes. You I t- can't. You two, seven years in prison. You're not smart enough. You, you only got to wear skirts from now on. <laughs> anyway, court adjourned. <laughs> Let's all go to the NASCAR rally. Hi. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt Jr. May, may Dale Earnhardt rest in peace, but he sent his only his only begotten son, son, Dale Earnhardt Jr., to drive for our sins. That is right. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Angel Food Ministries, they tried to run for a little bit, but they ended up dissolving. Yeah, that might be kind of a reputation killer. <laughs> yeah. To have your, your leaders arrested for embezzlement and sentenced to prison. <laughs> yeah. It just sucks because it was a really good program, and I'm I feel like it helped a lot of people, and then they had to do that. Capitalism ruins something else. Sucks. It sucks because it's like you easily could have made. I mean, with that, if you're making that much revenue, like they could have had very cushy lifestyles. Like you know, you were a pastor beforehand. Pastors don't make any money, and then you now have this successful business. Like. You could have a really nice life, and you didn't have to do that. Also, yeah, if, if you can do this, why aren't people, other people just fucking doing this? You know how much Instacart costs? A lot. Give me these boxes, dude. I'm not picky. Absolutely. All right? But I'm just saying, Angel Food Ministries, like, obviously, if you could make a profit on this business model, someone else should be doing this. Mark, it, Mark Cuban? It was crazy to me that they did not have to prove, like, that they were poor. So, like, you and I could do this. Because we're not, like, under the poverty line. I don't think I am. I feel like I am. Well, then, maybe you need it, too. Maybe I need this. It's about the vibes. My life has poor people vibes, you know? Mm. Like, I make money, but, like, where does it go? (laughs) Poor people vibes. Anyway. Anyway. Outro, please. Taking advantage of Holocaust victims, cheating cancer patients out of aid, and robbing the hungry. Today's episode really exposed the scum of the earth. Although there are so many people in this world that are willing to help others, there are some who use people's weaknesses for their own financial gain. Peaches Sturgo, Jim Reynolds, and Joe Wingo are all examples of how greed can make you do something so obscene that you prey on the less fortunate. And that was today's episode. The old, the hungry, the infirm. That's just Joe Biden on a Sunday night. (laughs) Oh, oh, poor Joe. (coughs) Sleepy Joe. He's all right. He's all right. But he is very old. He's so old. Okay. Everyone in government's old. They're too old. Sorry, Diane, but it was time. She just needed to go. Yeah. Brip. If only she got the chance to retire and actually enjoy the last 10 years of her life. She still would have been 80 when she retired. <coughs> See? She died when she was 90. That's more than enough time. Mm-hmm. Age limits for Congress. I agree. Pass it now. I agree. Well, on that note, if you you need age limits for Congress, but not to listen to this episode, so get your grandma on it because she can't hear us anyway, so have her listen to all of our episodes. 
Um, if you like what you listen to and want to hear some more, we're on Facebook.com slash White Collars Red Hands. We're on Twitter at White Collars Pod or X, whatever you want to call it. We're on Instagram at White Collars underscore Red Hands. We are on TikTok at White Collars Red Hands. Now we've got a YouTube as well, White Collars Red Hands. If you want to watch us, I look terrible today. So um, you can use this as blackmail, I guess, one day. But I also have no shame. So whatever. Um, if you have a suggestion for a podcast episode, feel free to email us at whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. Um, if you want another free way to support us, go ahead and leave us a review. We love a five-star review, but an honest review is also good as well. That will expand us, help us grow. You can leave that at Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Um, another free way so, to support us, tell a friend, make your grandma listen to us. Either one will work. Um, and then if you want an unfree way to support us, we do have merch. So you can go to our website, whitecollarsredhands.com, click on the merch tab. It'll take you to Tee Public, and you can get whatever you would heart, your little heart desires. And I think that that's it. I do believe so, yeah. It was really hard for me to focus while you were doing that. You're welcome. All right. And we'll see you next week on another episode of White Collars Red, Red Hands. Hands.